Hi, welcome to this episode of Coffee, Tea, God, and Me. Get cozy with a cup of coffee, or sip and savor some tea. Sit back and get ready. Ready to be real and raw. To be uplifted with lightness and laughter. Be prepared to dive deep into concerns about purpose and value, and uncover truths to guide you. Face a God who can help you live life to the full. Join me in drinking this episode's Cup of Conversation. Hey, Angela Therese here. And on this episode, I'm going to talk about Emmanuel, the God who is with. First of all, I'm going to make a comment about the spelling. So you may have noticed that Emmanuel has been spelled with an I and with an E. And the reason for that is because there's a verse in the Old Testament and in the New Testament, which is actually quoting the verse of the Old Testament, calling Jesus Emmanuel. And of course, the Old Testament was originally in Hebrew and the New in Greek. And the I spelling comes from the Hebrew translation, or well, the English translation of the Hebrew, and then the English translation of the Greek turned into an E. So Emmanuel spelled correctly with I or E, and either way means the God who is with. And I chose this topic because it is Christmas season, and Emmanuel is very closely associated with Christmas and the holiday season. But as popularly used as it is during this time of year, how much is it deeply thought about? Emmanuel, the God who is with. And by God calling himself that, he indicates very clearly that he is a relational God, an interactive God, a present God, a God who wants to be involved in your life. Although just as much as God promises to be with, and he is with, just like in an earthly relationship, it requires reciprocity. In other words, you need to actively involve yourself, or at least be aware of God's presence being present. And I actually found a wonderful quote about this from Max Lucado. We are always in the presence of God. There is never a non-sacred moment. His presence never diminishes. Our awareness of his presence may falter, but the reality of his presence never changes. And I'm going to call that the steep on it for this episode. Our awareness of his presence may falter, but the reality of his presence never changes. Emmanuel, God is with us no matter what. But are we aware of it? And to give an analogy, so as I've said before on other episodes, I work with little kids ages 2 to 5, and there's lots of times that little kids need comfort. And there have been times when I'm trying to comfort them and they're just having none of it. 
and they either stay just as upset or get even more upset, even as I'm with them trying to comfort them. And in that case, I eventually just let them be have their space because there's not really anything else I can do. They're not letting me help them. But when they let me comfort them, they don't instantly just stop crying or stop being upset and feel better. It's a gradual thing. But even as they're still crying and still upset, they're leaning into me, letting me hug them, receiving my comfort. And as they receive my comfort and take their, take their consolation, their strength from that, then they're better and they're able to go on with their day. And we can be like that with God. I know I have been. <laughs> Sometimes it can be nothing necessarily serious, just that the day was really rough and frustrating and I need some comfort for that reason. Even in a non-serious situation where it's just a temporary frustrating day, I notice the difference when I'm actively aware of God's presence. So for instance, there are days when work does not go smoothly, whether it's just because kids are crazier than usual or I've done one or more things that were not exactly the right thing to do and it didn't turn out so well or whatever it is. And it's, you know, just one of those days that didn't go well. And I get off work and I'm stewing about it and upset about it. But how quickly I get over it and feel better is actually really a lot up to me. And there have been a lot of times where I've gotten frustrated with God and found some way to blame him for it or just ignore the fact of God's presence and his goodness. And I turn to something to decompress, whether it's a Netflix show or a book or some really delicious chocolate or whatever it is. And that will give a little bit of satisfaction and help a little bit. But then the thing I turn to is over and then I'm left with, I'm still frustrated, I'm still upset. And if it was one of those more serious rough days when I'm particularly beating myself up and feeling incredibly insecure, then I know I particularly need to turn to God about it. And when I finally do and actually talk with him about it and acknowledge that he's with me and that he cares for me, then I start feeling his comfort and being impacted by it for the better. Just like the little children at work when they let me comfort them. And in a more serious example, when I was going through unemployment for a while, that was a real issue. I didn't know how my bills were going to be paid, if they could keep being paid. But that's a real issue. And I have dealt with trauma and loss, and that's way too long to go into right now. But when I was coming out of that, I had to spend a lot of time purposely being in God's presence and being aware of his presence. And I cried a lot, a lot of tears. But whereas those tears started out as sad tears, crying out to God in my pain 
and my seeking comfort, they turned into tears of gratitude and tears of relief and what I call tears of healing. As the more time I spent with God and crying out to him and letting him console me changed how I felt about things and how I saw them. And that was definitely a process, overcoming something serious to to get comfort. But like the Bible says, with God, all things are possible. And even overcoming serious trauma and loss, if you are aware of God's presence, you can get to the other side and go from mourning to joy. And the God of the Bible God the Father, God the Son Jesus, and God the Holy Spirit is a very real God. I have experienced the truth of this. I could tell a lot of stories and make a very long episode of how I have experienced it. But just one example based on what I was just talking about. So when I was just starting to to seek God as I was overcoming some trauma and loss, that I had gone through, and I was crying, literally crying out to God to help me and to let me know that he was near and to comfort me. And it was almost like I could, I describe it as a spiritual hug. I had no physical sensation of his presence, did not see Jesus, but the feeling spiritually was so real of him being with me. And I had my eyes closed in that moment, but in my mind's eye, I could clearly see a picture of Jesus, more clearly than I've ever been able to picture him. And I could see him with one of his arms around me and his other hand on my hand as I was sitting. And I could see in his eyes just the most immense love and compassion. It was so real I opened my eyes and I I didn't see anything, but I could still feel it and see it in my mind's eye so clearly. I was almost shocked that I didn't literally see him there. And after that moment, there were other instances because every night for a few months, I would just sit for a couple of hours, usually with some calming worship music on and, and just see God's presence. And I had similar instances where I could just feel... God so close to me and see such a clear picture of Jesus in my head. And I could just, like in my thoughts, I could hear, in my heart I should say, I could hear Jesus speaking words of love and comfort and assuring me he was near. And if you need that, he'll do the same for you. He is a real God. And actually, there's a great Bible verse that depicts that truth. Well, there's more than one, but the one I'm going to share right now is Psalm 145, 18. The Lord is near to all who call on him, to all who call on him in truth. That's the Amplified. And I like this translation of it, the Passion Translation. You draw near to those who call out to you, listening closely, especially when their hearts are true. So if your heart is truly seeking after him, you'll find him. Which actually is essentially the 
Jeremiah verse that I quote in, I know for sure I say it in my first podcast episode, I think I refer to it another time too, possibly. And that one, it was, I think that was Jeremiah 29, 29, 13 is I believe. Yeah, Jeremiah 29, 13. Then you will call on me and you will come and pray to me and I will hear your voice and I will listen to you. Then with a deep longing, you will seek me and require me as a vital necessity, and you will find me when you search for me with all your heart. And you can do a search, and there are many Bible verses just promising God being with us, both in the Old and New Testament. One of my other favorites is Isaiah 41, verse 10. Do not fear anything, for I am with you. Do not be afraid, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. Be assured I will help you. I will certainly take hold of you with my righteous right hand, a hand of justice, of power, of victory, of salvation. That's the Amplified Translation. And I could go on and just read several Bible verses, but I won't do that right now. But do a search for yourself. And see what verses really particularly speak to you and touch you. And also, another thing about God being with, he wants to comfort you, he wants to help you. But also, he doesn't just force you to feel better and shove your feelings aside. You're allowed to have feelings. You're allowed to be upset. And you don't have to pretend anything with God, but he'll help you work through it. And I'll call that the espresso shot thought for this episode, that that you don't have to push past your feelings or strive to make yourself be comforted in a hurry or pretend anything with God. But just let him be with you in the process Be aware of his presence and his comfort and his truth. And you'll get to the light that's at the end of the tunnel. I would also like to make the comment, considering that most of this episode has been talking about how God is with you to comfort you, that while that is very true, God also wants to celebrate with you. He wants to weep with you and rejoice with you. So even when you're in a good mood... You can also choose to be aware of him and interact with him and enjoy the fact that he's happy that you're happy and thank him for the things that are going well in those moments that you're particularly happy. And a simple example of this, uh, for me, when I was with my family on Thanksgiving, at one point, my sister and my brother and my dad And my nephew and I went outside for a little while to enjoy the snow. And my nephew, who turned two a few months ago, absolutely loves the snow. And we were throwing snow at each other, and I built a little tiny snowman. I couldn't build any more than a tiny snowman because the snow was not very sticky. But even though the snowman was itty-bitty and not that impressive, my nephew was really impressed with it. And he didn't really help so much make it, but... 
He had a lot of fun watching me make it. And one of the first things he said when we went inside and my mom asked him what he did, he said, snowman. (laughs) He was just, he was absolutely delighted with this snowman. But anyway, my point with this, as I was doing this and having so much fun and enjoying time with my nephew and my family, but my nephew right now is the most entertaining because he's the cute little two-year-old. I was just appreciating the fact that I have a good family to hang with like this, that we were having fun and treasuring that moment and also aware of God delighting in that moment and being there and giving me that moment. And so that's another way God is an Emmanuel. And I'll end this episode with a prayer, as I always like to do. Holy Spirit, thank you that your presence is everywhere. Thank you that you are a God who is with. Thank you You are a God who cares, who sees, who hears, who knows. And I just speak that truth over every listener. Let those who listen be able to take in your presence, take in the awareness of your presence, and understand what the name Emmanuel really means. God who is with. Let every listener be able to be with you as a God who is with in the way that you intended and find healing and joy and peace and hope and renewal through that. I say this in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Thanks for listening to this episode of Coffee, Tea, God, and Me and drinking it down to the last drop. I hope it gave you encouragement and insight to help you live a fuller life. Be sure to follow and share my podcast. And for updates and links to my social media resources, check out my website, coffeeteagodandme.com. Be blessed.